You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to Turning Cartwheels, the podcast where we have fun at work and work hard at fun. Here's your host, Jesse Kiefer. Hey everybody, you're listening to episode number 11 of the Turning Cartwheels podcast. This week on the show, I want to talk about change because I got hit with some huge changes since the last time. And even though I should be pretty used to this kind of change, I found myself resisting it. Before I start, though, I want to talk about two new shows that have joined the Electronic Media Collective podcast network. Last episode, I mentioned how I'm a taciturn pro wrestling fan. Well, on the EMC Network, I'm happy to tell you about two new shows that are not run by Taciturn fans. We have the Pro Wrestling Iowa podcast and the Marked Out Wrestling podcast. Both are great shows which cover unique topics in the professional wrestling world. I've listened to recent episodes of each show, and these shows are both well-produced and hugely entertaining while still being very informative. You can find both shows by visiting electronicmediacollective.com, or you can visit prowrestlingiowa.com for the Pro Wrestling Iowa podcast, or Marked Out Wrestling com for the Marked Out Wrestling Podcast. All right, with that, on with the show. This episode, I want to talk about change, particularly the kind of change that comes with a loss. I've taught martial arts for a long time, 20 plus years now, and in that time, I've seen an awful lot of people come and go from our training halls, instructors and students alike. It doesn't usually happen all at once, though. Usually, it starts with someone fading out or with a lifestyle change, either health-related or finance-related. But whatever the reason, they come and they go. By and large, I'm happy to say that usually they leave on their own terms. But in the wake of their absence, the community that they help to foster is irrevocably altered. It's not their fault, and it definitely isn't their problem, but times change, organizations change, and people change. So how can we best move forward in the face of a change that's tough to accept? Here are some thoughts that I stumbled upon, both through reading and through my own musings. So disclaimer, I'm not a psychologist, and I'm not a counselor, so if you find yourself having a hard time dealing with a change, please consider the many options that are available in the form of support groups or even therapy. Okay, so the first thing I'd consider is how to best accept this change, which is also to say, how can I stop resisting this change? Because that's the first step, getting into the right mindset. And that goes for positive changes as well as negative changes. If you've told yourself for years that you'll never quit smoking, then that mindset has to be the first thing you change before you'll ever be able to actually quit. With negative changes, you might fear that you can't be successful without that friend or family member to hold you steady. Well, that has to change, and it's not going to change if you refuse to approach this new reality without acceptance. Now, that's not to say that this is easy at all, because it's not, but it's the first step because acceptance is the foundation for moving on. Next, don't take it personally, and don't make it personal. 
Not every change that happens around you is going to be your fault or even related to you. Someone's success does not automatically have to become your abandonment issues. Someone else's setbacks do not also have to become the result of your efforts or neglect. Just because a thing has happened does not mean that you need to identify with it. Identifying with it, claiming it as your own, does not aid in the process of acceptance. If anything, it slows the process down. Because now this is your friend who abandoned you or your fear that's holding you back from your success. It seems like a silly distinction, but these are just feelings that you are currently feeling. They're not yours, and they do not last forever. You do not have to keep them in your mental fridge to midnight snack on. You can feel fear. You can't have fear. Fear is not yours and yours alone, or rather it shouldn't be. Your brand of fear might seem like a wholly unique thing to you, but chances are it's not. When you talk about your anxiety, you're claiming it. It's yours. Ah, I don't think that's a thing that you want to keep. The only way that you can start to let these things go is to reframe how you think about them. It's tricky. We're less likely to say, I feel anxious, and yet more likely to say something like, I'm not dealing with my anxiety well, which might sound like you're accepting your anxiety, except that what you're actually doing is possessing it. You may be trying to own it, but I don't think that's the same as acceptance, because when you accept the actual nature of feelings, you will hopefully come to a point where you realize you can deal with a feeling because feelings don't stick around. Feelings are felt and then they change. That's what they do. And we, we can change too. Patience. It's easy to say and it's not always easy to do. Time heals all wounds. Well, maybe not. But time definitely helps us to get some perspective. There's a reason we say that hindsight is twenty twenty. It's because we've all had the time to see things more clearly. Accepting a change doesn't mean that it won't hurt. I can accept that my grandmother has passed away. That doesn't mean that dwelling on her death stops being sad. It means that with time and acceptance, I can start to remember her with less pain and less focus on her death and my loss. It doesn't happen overnight. And it takes many stages and steps to get there. Grief counseling is a many-stage process, and for some, it can be a loop. So if you find yourself stuck, again, I encourage you to seek out some help so you're not doing it alone. Give yourself some credit for being adaptable. You've made it this far in life because you've been able to weather the storms of change. Every time that you make a definitive choice, you create a situation where you might mourn the loss of that other option. But this situation is such a regular occurrence that we make decisions all day long without ever really worrying too much about it at all. Okay, so now I'll get into my situation, which is going to seem silly in hindsight here. What happened is that most of my longtime friends and coworkers all left at once. One big mass exodus. Now, this change was the result of several dominoes falling over time. You know, one at a time over time. But when this change hit, it was like all four dominoes fell at the same time. One coworker got a better job opportunity, which inspired the next to seek out bigger and better situations too. And then the third found out that the work environment would be way less encouraging and less fulfilling without the presence of these other two. So that's three people leaving all at once, and there's this huge void left in their spot. So 
I'm leaving out names and keeping it vague because even though I'm telling it from my perspective, I'm leaving out a lot of the unnecessary details of this story uh, that aren't really mine to tell. What is mine to tell is how surprisingly emotional it made me. I've seen people come and go like all the time, but this was the sum total of an entire group or clique of my friends that I'd had for years. And now they were just all leaving. And I found out literally days before in one of the cases and then the day of in the other two cases. Now, I mentioned that time heals all wounds, but when you first take an arrow to the knee, you aren't so blasé about the fact that you used to be an adventurer. Eh? Skyrim joke? That is to say that in the moment, it hurts. A little warning is nice. But we don't always get a warning. So, in the end, my situation isn't really all that big a deal. Everyone got to leave on their own accord, and I just had to get over my selfish, myopic, me-me-me abandonment issues. Well, when it comes to a coworker being diagnosed with terminal cancer, or a death happening suddenly and senselessly, it, it's going to take a little bit more time and attention to get through it. Okay, it might take a lot more time, but change is constant and really you can't stop it. So acceptance is really our goal. So how can we find acceptance? Well, we can start by looking for the silver lining. Life can be beautiful and the presence of challenges and sorrows doesn't change that. In fact, sometimes it makes it that much more obvious. The challenges we survive strengthen us and give us a new opportunity to practice gratitude for the things that we do have rather than focusing on or complaining about all the things that we lost. Yeah, I've lost some comrades, but what have I gained? Well, I've gained a new perspective that I didn't have before I met them. I can take that new perspective forward and it can help me to inform my decision-making process. I can also practice letting go. Resisting life's natural flow creates more pain. I can only swim upstream for so long before I grow too weary to continue. I'm not saying that you should just go with the flow, but what I am saying is that you can't fight the flow of the river all the time. It won't get you very far. So what does this have to do with fun? <laughs> well, before we can have fun, we have to be able to accept the things that we can't change. All right, everybody. Uh, you've made it to the end of a slightly shorter episode of the Turning Cartwheels podcast, but I am going to be out of town uh, next week, so I want to make sure that I got something up because it's been a little bit of time. Uh, also next week, because I'm going to be out of town, uh, there will be no show. But after that, school is out for summer, and I can get a little bit more consistent about my release schedule here. Um, I've got all sorts of topics lined up. They've been sitting in my outline for a while, and I'm excited to get to them. So uh, thank you for your patience and stick around because we got some cool stuff coming up. Remember, if you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can shoot me an email to cartwheelspodcast at gmail.com, or you can add your voice to the show by emailing an MP3, or you can also call into the Google voicemail line at area code 402-512-1868 and leave me a message. Uh, if you do, remember to leave it uh, under two minutes and keep your language clean so I don't have to edit that. Let us know what you do to keep your work fun or what what's the work that goes into your fun. Let us know and I'll read or respond to you here on the show. And also remember that I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and even Snapchat and Instagram now. So, uh, you know, 
Look me up. Uh, I'll have all those social media links in the show notes. Hey, folks, remember, if you're looking forward to future episodes, you can really help the show by subscribing to the show on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you enjoy the show, consider leaving it a review. If uh, you aren't sure on how to do that, you can uh, find links and more information on cartwheelspodcast.com forward slash support. I really appreciate all the support that we've been getting, and it's always really encouraging when we receive it. So thank you. I've been your host, Jesse Kiefer. And until next time, have fun, or at least work at it. The Turning Cartwheels podcast is produced by Vorpal Arrow Studios and is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. For this episode's show notes or to hear more, you can visit cartwheelspodcast.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash cartwheelspodcast.